Hello, and welcome to the Spiritual Expansion and Ascension Podcast, your guide on this crazy spiritual journey with me, Melissa Fike. This podcast is for those who want to expand their consciousness and dive deep into the Great Awakening and the next paradigm shift. We'll be exploring all sorts of metaphysical and mystical topics, including timelines, parallel realities, the matrix, the quantum field, manifestation, aliens, the Akashic Records, and so much more. It's time to raise your vibe. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the suffering you experience from your karmic relationships. And don't forget to subscribe. And if you could leave a review, I would be so grateful. In order to talk about the suffering you experience through karmic relationships, you really have to look at what a karmic relationship is. Many times people say a karmic relationship is a romantic relationship, but I want you to look at this differently. All relationships that you have with everything and everyone in your life is a karmic relationship. A karmic relationship means that it's entangled, it's interconnected. So if you are connected with someone in your life, no matter who it is between a boss or a best friend or a lover, all of those are entangled karmic relationships, which means those relationships are interacting with you on many levels, right? So that type of relationship is a multi-leveled relationship, meaning it's a mental, physical, emotional, spiritual connection. Any relationship can't just be emotional or it can't just be a mental relationship. It's all connected. And you have to understand that inner connection is called an entanglement. All relationships are here for us to understand our own inner selves, our own shadow self, the inner part of us, the part that we hide or don't talk about. We need these interactions, this connection, because really, technically, we are all interconnected and we're all one energetically. Now, we have these difficult relationships, and all relationships go through ebbs and flows of difficulty. I've never seen a relationship that's perfect all the time, but when you come from a place of just projecting outward your own anger, hurt, pain, sorrow, disconnect, insecurities onto the person in front of you, whoever that is, then you are energetically suffering. And that karmic tie is also projecting that onto each other. So it's not just your projection on that person, it's their projection back on you. So it goes back and forth. It's a, I'll project my anger onto you, you project your victimization onto me. Now with karmic relationships, people assume that that relationship with that specific person needs to be cleared and dealt with in order for you to transcend or raise your vibration. But it's not about that particular relationship. It's about the karmic patterns that you came here to transcend, transmute, to clear, for a better word, um, 
basically, you need to clear the pattern. Those people that you're projecting these patterns are, are just the catalysts of your experience here. They are there to help you understand those karmic ties, to understand your own individual energetic karma. And on the other side of that, the energetic karma of humans. So it's not like, oh, it's just that person that you need to clear. No, what you need to do is look at yourself. What are you projecting onto that person that will help you clear your personal karmic ties. Now, many people assume that all karmic connection or karmic relationships are difficult and they should be difficult because they're pushing your buttons to help you transcend and transmute and that those relationships are there to push you beyond your safety zones. So it's pushing you outside your personal comfort zone. But what you understand, it always has to come from within. It's not about the other person. Any issues that you have with anyone in your life, there's always a part of you that is connected to that. If you only project outward and say, you did this to me, they thought this about me, they are the bad people, and you're not looking within, then you'll never clear the karmic patterns in your life to be in a higher state of consciousness, raise your vibration, or ascend to the next level of your consciousness. It is a karmic energy tie, of course, because these people come into our lives to show us our own personal egoic shadow self, the part of us that we hide, the part of us that we don't want to admit to. Sometimes people see these karmic ties as a obsession type of energy where you feel really connected and you have this deep need to have that person around. But that is codependency. And a healthy relationship can't be codependent. It has to be an energetic movement of a give and take, a flow of energy. That's a higher state relationship. But 90% of our relationships in our lives have this weird karmic entanglement. And what this karmic entanglement does for you is it brings forward a catalyst of something that you can transcend and transmute within. If that person pushes your buttons in any way, then that's the moment you want to look inside yourself and ask yourself, what am I projecting? What do I need from this person? And what am I desiring for them to give me in order to make me feel better about myself or to feel worse about myself because both are in this energy entanglement. I just don't understand how so many people talk about these karmic relationships like they're this negative thing and you have to run away from them. All relationships are for you to grow, for you to take personal responsibility in your life. It's not about the other person, but it's easier for us to project and say, it's their fault. 
They are the ones who are creating this codependency. They're the ones who are creating all the arguments, or I feel like I have to defend myself. But that defensiveness was already there. And that's the great thing about karmic relationships. It is about you looking inside instead of projecting outward, going, okay, what in them is within me? What can I do to transcend within so that I am attracting a healthier relationship? If you did not have an issue of insecurity within, there's no way a person can be the catalyst of your insecurity. They can't be that catalyst because you don't have that within yourself. If any person comes into your life that makes you feel like you are on this emotional roller coaster and you don't know which way to go and you want something from them, that's when you look inside. If you're looking to them to make yourself feel better about who you are, if you're looking to another person to help you feel more lovable, more important, then you're missing the whole reason you came to this earth, which is to understand how to create your reality from a place of empowerment. If you're always projecting these issues onto others, you are no longer empowered within you are just disempowered, both within and without. And you're hoping those people, whoever they are, or situations or experiences will help you feel better about who you are. But that can only come from within. You can only transform and transmute from within, which changes your perception and perspective of the world. And you no longer need to project your issues onto other people. So in conclusion, all relationships are karmic entanglements. We're entangled energetically. Your relationship with your dog, you're entangled energetically. Your relationship with your car, you're entangled energetically. Mostly we're talking about human to human relationships, but I just want to give you an understanding and an idea around that. So now let's talk about the suffering aspect of this. Why do we suffer in our karmic ties? Why do we suffer with our karmic relationships? It's because that suffering is already part of our understanding of who we are. You started suffering most likely at a very young age. You suffered when you didn't get the toy you wanted. You suffered when a family member yelled at you. You suffered when you were bullied at school. You were suffering from your family suffering. So your mom suffered her whole life of alcoholism and projected all of that onto you. So that's where all your suffering comes from, right? It's already ingrained in your psyche or in your subconscious by the time you're seven years old. So a lot of your suffering has been from a child perspective from your childhood. What that suffering does is it creates your personality. And then it also creates your shadow side. No one can make you suffer. It's your own thoughts and feelings that you project onto other people 
that make you feel like you're suffering inside. Let's say somebody starts talking about their relationship with their partner and how wonderful it is and how they respect each other and how there's this deep love and understanding and connection. And in that moment, you feel insecure. You feel unworthy and unlovable because you're not in a partnership and your last partnership was just hell on wheels. And your own suffering comes through with this feeling of, well, how come they got to meet their soulmate and I'm all alone and I'm unhappy and I feel unlovable and not good enough? And who are they to get that? They're not really nice and I'm really nice and how come they have it and I don't? So all of these thoughts and feelings that are coming up and being triggered within you are part of you already. That person didn't make you feel insecure and unlovable. That insecurity and unlovableness was already ingrained within your shadow self, within that part of you that you hide and disconnect from. So they're not making you feel unlovable. It's already there. And that's where projection comes in. You start projecting and saying, okay, well, they're making me feel this way because they are saying they're better than me. And they know that I've had all these difficult relationships in my life and that I'm looking for someone who will love me and honor me. And there they are bragging about their life. How dare they brag about their life when I'm suffering inside? So here I am projecting that onto another person, but it's really not about them. Maybe they're saying some other things that you're not even recognizing because all you hear is how terrible you are and how wonderful they are. That's all you're hearing. The other part of karmic relationships or karmic ties that people discuss is the idea of a past life. So that person came into my life because we've done this dance many times in our soul's evolution. And most of our karmic ties, people say, okay, I was killed by you in the past life. They were my lover and they left me for someone else in my past life or we had this great romance, and then I was killed. So all of these things are a past experience. And they think because they had a past life together, that means that they are karmically entangled with that person. But it has nothing to do with any past lives, or that particular person. Any past lives that you've had, past, present, future lives, are all happening in the same moment. It isn't a linear thing like we like to think it is. It's not a past, not a present, not a future. It's all happening now. They're all just experiences. 
but we're choosing to have those experiences with certain souls because we easily understand each other and these souls who are connected or in a soul group together, it's easier for us to go through the motions with the people that we know. Think about it. When you've worked with somebody for a while, you kind of know the things that they do and where you need to help them or pick up the slack or how to work well together. Same thing with soul groups. That's why we reincarnate together. It's not so that we can balance each other's karma. It's to say, hey, dude, I love you so unconditionally that I'm going to come down and help be a catalyst for you to grow and transcend your personal karmic patterns. And guess what? You'll do the same for me and we'll do this together. It's an agreement that yes, we will help each other, but not to make each other suffer. That is not part of this karmic entanglement. The suffering is our catalyst that says, hey, you need to look deeper into this. It's the catalyst that helps you go inside and say, hey, what's really going on within me? Because I'm feeling this or experiencing this. So something must be happening within me. And I'm projecting onto that person or onto that situation. When you start to perceive these difficult relationships in your life as means to look inside, to transcend within, then you can understand through gratitude, forgiveness, and love that it's really not about them. Because if you look closely at them outside of your own mirror of they're doing this to me, if you look at them, you see that they're suffering too. You see their inner insecurities, their inner pain, their inner suffering. And when you can do that and have compassion for what they're experiencing, instead of just being in your own stuff and you see them suffering, then you come to a whole new awareness of your own connection with your higher consciousness. Because what is happening is we are constantly projecting onto others, and they're projecting onto us their own egoic energies. So it's the ego that creates the suffering. It has nothing to do with the other person. And how does the ego create your suffering? Because it develops this sense of identity and self. And of course, the ego is programmed in your subconscious. And if you want to transcend your karmic patterns, you have to transcend the ego's belief systems, the ego's projections and subconscious issues, because the ego is the projector, it's the narrator. And that's what causes your suffering is that constant thought and feeling loop that we experience over and over again. It's those feelings and thoughts, like they were saying this bad thing, and they made me feel this way, and they were doing this to me, and they were doing that to me. But the ego is just reacting from this program. And it's just a program. 
if you sit back and you say, okay, in this moment, I'm going to look at what's really going on. Those thoughts are coming in. And those thoughts are making me feel a certain way. It has nothing to do with about the person. It's my thoughts, my feelings. It's not the other person's thoughts and feelings. They're mine. And as you observe those thoughts and feelings, the thing you want to say to yourself is, just because I have a thought doesn't mean the thought's important. And when you have a thought, you need to look at that thought. Is that thought important? Is this thought projecting outward to make me feel a certain way? Now your feelings are important and so are your thoughts in the respect that when you start to recognize them and be self-inquisitive and self-aware, you're going to be less reactive in your life. You're going to notice that it is just a projection from your ego's mind. Because the ego is self-absorbed and the ego perceives the world as separate. You're different from me. And because the ego sees everything as separate and is so self-absorbed, it sees the world as its own experience and it disconnects you from your higher consciousness. And that's important to understand. Your higher consciousness is that part of you that sees the bigger picture. And as we all know, the ego only sees a very small piece of the bigger picture, tiny, tiny little piece. And the higher consciousness or your higher understanding or wisdom is able to see the expansive experience. The ego only sees everything in a finite term and a finite way. And that is because it perceives this world suffering. It sees it as things that will make the physical form unsafe because its job, part of its job, is to keep the physical form safe. So nothing attacks it and kills it off. That's part of the ego's experience. So the ego thinks that it is the body and it is the mind and it is the feeling. It believes that it is those things and it suffers because of it, because it suffers thinking I need to control my environment so I feel safer. And think about this, if you had a childhood of abuse, any type of abuse, you wanna feel safe in your life. So you're constantly scanning your world from the ego subconscious perspective, looking for anything that looks, smells, or feels in any way unsafe. And then as soon as it feels unsafe, you go into that feeling projection sense of self loop of projecting your issues onto the other person, making yourself feel uncomfortable or unworthy and projecting those feelings outward to the other person. You're making me suffer. It's all your fault. And this play of energy is what creates the entanglement of karmic ties. It's the play of you're doing this to me, I'm projecting it back onto myself, you're projecting it onto me, and we're just projecting back and forth, back and forth. And it goes crazy because you become attached to those projections and you're attached to those thoughts and feelings 
you are so attached that you don't want to give them up. So you'll find any way to make yourself think and feel a certain way because you are attached to them. That is your suffering and you're attached to suffering because that's what makes the ego feel like it is in charge. If I'm suffering, I can save you from the suffering. But that's just an ego belief that it has because it's self-absorbed. I can save you from all your suffering. So I'll create more suffering for you to save you from that. And that is detrimental. And that's why it's best for you to look inside and see what you are projecting onto other people. And what you are afraid of within, especially within your ego self, because in that place is what they call the shadow self. The shadow part of you is the part that you hide that you don't want anyone else to see. The fear of that coming out is huge. So what you'll do is you'll project it onto that person. And I've always looked at this of if I am triggered by anyone in my life, I ask, what about them is within me? So let's say you're triggered by someone who steals all the time. And you think, well, I would never steal. That would never be me. But what you want to look at is what is the shadow within yourself? Maybe it's not stealing, but maybe it's manipulating people. And you don't want to see that part of yourself. So you project it onto that person. And it is a very important way for you to transcend and transmute your own karmic ties. So now let's talk about the whole soulmate situation. People assume that they have these soulmates and these soulmates are going to be the person of their dreams. But a soulmate is anyone that you are connected to on the other side. That's it. There's not a lot of hoopla around this. Basically, you can have a soulmate who can be your best friend. You can have a soulmate that can be your child. It doesn't mean one person only. And we're not even going to go into twin flames. So I'm just putting that whole scenario aside. We're talking about soulmates. Soulmate means that you are connected energetically with that other soul. I'm going to give you a classic example of what people think a soulmate is. Many years ago, I knew a woman and we were at an event and she said, oh, I met the man of my dreams. But as soon as I met him, I felt sick to my stomach and I threw up and I knew that he was my soulmate and that we had a lot of karma to deal with between each other. Me personally, I thought that's a crazy way to go about this. And I thought, is this really what a soulmate means? Is that you have to have these difficult experiences, you have to feel sick, you have to feel like they're in love completely? Or is it an energetic connection? And that is really what it is. It's just an energetic connection. If you are energetically connected with someone, it doesn't mean they have to be a negative catalyst for you. 
you can have a positive catalyst because a positive catalyst is someone who brings forward the parts of you that you can transcend and transmute. Now, a healthy relationship means that we talk about what's going on. We don't hide it. We don't just project it. We actually say, hey, I'm feeling this way. And I know part of that's me. What part of it are you coming up with? What thoughts and feelings are you having? That is a healthy relationship. But what happens, people assume that if they are having a difficult time with someone, then it must be this energetic, karmic situation I need to deal with. But that's just called issues that you have to deal with and stop projecting it onto the other person. Now, remember in the beginning, I said that all relationships are karmic relationships, meaning it has to entangle. Even if you meet someone for 20 days and you have this great romance and experience, you're entangled karmically with that person. That doesn't mean you're going to have a negative or difficult experience. It just means at that moment, you are entangled energetically. So karma means that it is energetically entangled. And entanglement is a term from quantum physics, meaning that you are energetically connected. And no matter what space and time are being experienced, you have an energetic connection. So in other words, if I have been with someone for 25 years, I'm going to be very energetically connected to that person as opposed to someone I've known a month. It's going to be a different energy entanglement because I've spent 25 years projecting my issues onto that other person and I'm projecting it onto them and they're projecting it back onto me. And that's pretty entangled. That's an intimate entanglement. So what is the purpose of all this entanglement of energies and relationships. It 100% has to do with what you alone, not the other person, what you alone are trying to transcend and transmute, what karmic patterns you are looking to work through, and what you need to let go of in order to raise your frequency and expand your consciousness. You can't raise your frequency if you're holding on to old anger that you project onto everyone else. You can't transcend your lower emotional, mental, physical states through closing your heart or by being upset with someone else or projecting your issues onto others. It's only when you take the time and look at your own issues. What is coming up for me in my life? What am I projecting onto others that are creating these issues in my relationships? It's not about the other person. Now, if that person is abusing you or is hurting you in any way, of course, that's a whole nother story. But I'm talking about our own inner suffering, right? So I'm suffering because that person triggers me. That person is my catalyst, but it's my suffering. 
has nothing to do with them. So instead of projecting more of my insecurities onto that person, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into meditation and look inside and ask myself, what thoughts and feelings are they triggering within me that's creating my suffering? Because I am suffering, not them. I am suffering. If I am the sufferer, then it must be my own personal entanglement, my own personal karmic patterns that I'm experiencing through this interaction with this person in my life. So I hope this episode helped you understand karmic ties and suffering and some soulmate stuff. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be so grateful for you to leave a review and don't forget to subscribe. Have a beautiful day.